We're going to cover the updates from American Farm Bureau in Puerto Rico, talk about the WASDE report that was just released, and so much more on today's episode of the Arkansas AgCast. You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. We're here. I'm glad to see you didn't run away. No, no. (laughs) Week two with my friend John McMinn from our Commodities and Regulatory Affairs Department here at Farm Bureau. Yep, yep. Uh, Thanks for being back. Man, I'm I'm super pumped. Maybe more than I was last week. No. (laughs) Stop that sarcasm right now. I think he's jittery. Uh, That's what it is. He's freezing, and he's just like, let's let's go, let's go, let's go. (laughs) I will tell you, uh, obviously, the temperature's dropping outside today. This is Thursday. Indeed. uh, January 12th. Um, I think it's snowing in some parts of Arkansas. Uh, We had our air conditioner on last night at my house. Um, We did, too. In this room that we record in, in our podcast studio, it's 55 tops. Uh, we might as well just be sitting outside at this point. Yeah. That's how I feel. It there's is, there's uh, no shelter. It is chilly in here. I wore here. this pullover just for this reason, and it's still not enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is uh, it's chilly today. So, um, anyway, if you see our teeth chattering or uh, hear us, you know, trying to warm up and move around. Indeed. No um. I'll tell you somewhere it was not chilly, I bet. Puerto Rico. It was not. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Pistol. It, just it was in my room a little bit. Though. I could never get the AC regulated. Yeah. Room. But, but, uh, Better but yeah, than a hot was, hotel room. Though. Yeah. It was, I got to tell you. It was humid. It was warm. Yeah. Lots of bugs. How was the beach? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> never saw it. <laughs> I never no saw way, the beach. really? Yeah. Why is that? I was working. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. A company man. I was at the convention center more than anything. Yeah. That Probably should have just slept there. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of going on. There were, there were a lot of uh, a lot of events a happening lot of events. around the clock, and it was good. More so than normal, probably, I would assume, just uh, because of the location? Was, or? Yeah. There were there were more people than I thought would be there. Yeah. Um, How would you rank it compared to other AFBF conventions? Um, yeah. Not as good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no knock on them. Yeah. It's harder to get some some things just logistically there. The the yeah. uh, the trade show they didn't have as much going on. <clears throat> it was good. I thought about that. It's tough to get a giant combine. Yeah, you know, Did they mean, unless equipment? you're they had some equipment yeah. that I think they pulled it out of the fields that were there. Yeah, yeah, in, that in Puerto sense. Rico. Yeah. But um, yeah. you know, it was good. Um, good. We had we had some exciting. Stuff happened with the uh, wife and I. We were covering that quite a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, we had a uh, Sweet 16 discussion meet um, winner and uh-huh. uh, uh, wish. Oh, a top 10. Uh, and top 10 uh, achievement uh, award. Achievement award uh, so, uh, with the Martins, too. With the Martins. Who are faithful go. podcast listeners, They are. The they are. Congratulations. <clears throat> Congratulations to you guys. Lauren came up to me and said, so you're Brian. And I said, <laughs> Yeah. She said, I listen to you guys every week. Like, oh, really? man. Did you feel like, did she's, you sign an autograph? No, she, she didn't know what it looked like because she'd never, she's never yeah. watched it. She listens to it. So Nothing wrong she's with a, that. She's a faithful listener. Nothing so. wrong with can. that. Yeah. So it was good. 
Well, good. I'm glad y'all had a good time. Yeah, and, and it was interesting. Some exciting news covered down there. Yeah. Uh, policy updates we're going to cover on, on yep. the show. Yeah. Uh, John, I think you're going to cover some big news. Uh, a big one on the right to repair front. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about convention, but we just wanted to check in with you. You, I mean, you flew in last night. I mean, you're fresh. All day fresh yesterday. Back. Yeah. I got on the plane, and they immediately announced – the FAA was yeah. putting a halt to everything. No and way. You I'd were on the plane. And and was, yeah. Oh, man. Locked in, baby. Had well. your air vents ready and set. <laughs> it was hot on that plane. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, they're, and they're funny about letting you off. Like, once you yeah. once you oh, get yeah. on, like, they oh, yeah. don't like to let you yeah. deplane. So. And then we once we finally got pulled away, it was like an hour and a half into it, we finally pulled away. Uh-huh. And we got out to our spot. And yeah. And the pilot was like... Well, when it rains, it pours. Uh, Same one only has one runway working right now, mm. and they won't let us take off. Mm. So <laughs> we sat for another half hour. Oh, man. my God. In so, the plane. <clears throat> I was, man, my back was hurting so bad. I bet. By the time I made it home. Yeah. Okay. Well, glad you're back. Thank you. Glad you made it home. Glad to be back. I hate glad that we back. got it so cold for you, but. I am freezing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we We were up to a little trouble while you were gone. Uh, we, we've been doing some scheming. So <laughs> I think last week we talked about the Arkansas grown conference, yeah. uh, which is coming up January 25th through 28th yes. at the embassy suites here. Sure. You want to break the news to him? Podcast. Okay. We're at going live, show. baby. Nice. Yeah. Wow. I like it. Uh, try to do some interviews there, you know, try to get some people to talk to us about what is going on at the, at the conference and. Exciting. What it means to the state. That's yeah, it turns exciting. out a lot of specialty crop focus there, as yeah. we know. Our That's friend uh, Mac used to used to do quite a bit of that. So, and he's working work. on our presence there as a sponsor in our booth. Nice. So I'll be there the whole week. We kind of put our heads together. So why Very don't we nice. go over there and record the? That's great. Do the podcast. So we'll be there. We'll be live at the Arkansas Grown Conference in two weeks. Hopefully, it won't be as cold as it is in here. <laughs> so, <laughs> well. I will be more prepared. <laughs> yeah. I will have yeah. jackets. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, other big news this week, uh, the 94th General Assembly uh, kicked off. Uh, so uh, in addition to uh, gubernatorial inauguration uh, this week, we have uh, our legislators are back in session for the 94th General Assembly. Our team, I haven't seen anybody from government relations team all week. They've all been down at the Capitol. Um, all the we, lights are off here. There to yeah, no doubt. Um, so they're either napping or at the Capitol, and I have, I have a bet. But um, napping We're napping at, at the, the Capitol. Capitol. <laughs> we're napping at the Capitol. I didn't think about that. Uh, they're not here to defend themselves. With <laughs> we, we did help them with uh, pull together some, some um, content earlier in the week, sort of previewing the session and the priorities for Arkansas Farm Bureau at the session and sort of what their team will be working on. If you didn't get to see that, um, that is live right now on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you, wherever you like to get our content also on our website, go check it out. Um, I believe, uh, it's not, I believe it's Mark Lambert's first session, uh, as our director of state affairs, so you'll hear directly from him about the priorities and what, what we're working on this week. That's and a good that's video. A, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I thought I like so, too. Stanley did a good job. Mark as well, of course. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Matthew got some good coverage of all the action on the first day of the session on Monday, which included uh, swearing in of all the new elected officials 
Um, so anyway, go check that out. It's there. It's easy to find. Um, and then I think we talked about the ag census deadline or the ag census, uh, bef- on an episode or two before. Um, but if, if not, uh, it's out, it's available. You need to go ahead and fill that out. Please. The deadline for the ag census is February 6th. Is it a pretty simple process? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's all online and straightforward. Okay. All you got the biggest sacrifice you have is about five minutes, 10 minutes time. Yeah. Good. Super important to be represented. We talk about that a lot here. Um, your needs are 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 important, and nobody will know about that unless you unless you speak up and participate in that process. Uh, nas.usda.gov forward slash ag census. That's nass.usda.gov forward slash ag census. And I'll just say that you know a lot of that information that comes out of that ag census is where we pull data from to to help. You know, whether it's policy or, um, you know, talking to any representatives about the needs and wants of farmers in the state, that yeah. that's a big representation. So without that information, we can't do the majority of the work that we do. Yeah, that's a great bill. Yeah. Um, yeah, good thought. So please go fill that out. Again, the deadline's February 6th, Ag Census. It's on USDA's website. Go knock it out. All right, well, let's get into the news. Uh, There is a lot to cover this week. If you're listening or watching, I will tell you that in advance, but I think all of it has some good value to it. Uh, There's just a lot of it. It's been busy. So we'll kick off this week with some data from the latest WASD report. As I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, that report was released just a few minutes ago uh, as of this recording. Um, You can get the full report at USDA.gov, but we're going to hit some highlights for totals uh, of, of of crop uh, commodity data for last year and how that compares to what's being projected for this year. How about we start with wheat? The USDA is projecting about a million fewer acres of wheat uh, planted this year with the harvested crop projection following suit coming in about a million and a half acres uh, fewer than last year. Uh, Moving on to corn, we're seeing quite a drop uh, in corn projected for this season, right at 5 million fewer acres planted and therefore 5 million acres missing from the harvest, according to USDA. The markets seem to predict this drop before the report was released this morning. Um, And then keeping the theme of projected acres drops in the report, rice acres are looking to be potentially down, but not by much, off by less than a half million acres from last year. Mm -hmm. USDA projecting uh, that 2.2 million acres will be planted and right at 2.1 harvested. And then rounding out that report with soybeans, uh, USDA believes will maintain the acres from last year. Good news for soybean farmers, uh, both planted and harvested. They're predicting 87.5 million acres planted and about 86.6 million acres harvested in the fall for the U.S. Um, Just to wrap all this up, the largest crop in Arkansas had a big year um, in 2020. 2022 that's uh soybeans of course with more than 3 million acres um up 140,000 acres over the previous year based on USDA reporting in addition to acres being up yield was also projected uh to a state record high of 53 bushels per acre average congrats to those growers for that yes, sir. uh we beat the national average uh of yield last um uh, Based on today's report, I, I did go look at that because I wanted to see how we stacked up. Um, and analysts believed last year's crop in Arkansas could be valued at $2 billion or more. Uh, so far, the market was up 
ahead of the WASD this morning, so that number could change. Um, but, yeah, those are the numbers um, for acres uh, planted and harvested last year and what USDA is projecting for this year. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's it's uh, there's a lot there, a lot to unpack. Uh, we didn't cover everything, of course, and you can see much more exact numbers uh, if you go and, and, and look at that report. But Yeah, and, you know, there there might be a chance for us to do something with those numbers uh, as an economist in our department. So nice. maybe looking out for that. Maybe just like social media. Yeah. little blurb. I think uh, that'd be super helpful. So, yeah, not to spill any beans or anything. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna right, we're going to change it up. I'm going to do one more story um before i kick it over to you john how about an update from the american farm bureau uh convention like we said uh just wrapped up in san juan puerto rico uh more than 300 delegates of the american farm bureau federation set the 2023 policy objectives for the organization tuesday uh with key topics ranging from expanding risk management programs and improving dairy pricing transparency to battling hunger an interesting note delegates were polled uh, regarding their farms at the beginning of the voting season, or sorry, at the beginning of the voting session, uh, the results show almost 99%, which is uh, 334 delegates, of those who cast votes operate family farms, and almost 65% represent small to mid-sized farms as defined by the USDA. thought that was an interesting note. Uh, the delegates voted to modernize the Farm Bill by expanding baseline funding, developing more flexible disaster relief programs, and extending protection to more specialty crops, certainly things that we've heard uh, here in our own policy development uh, conversations in the state. Uh, In addition, the group voted to bring more transparency to the federal milk pricing system. Several changes to policy included uh, support for uh, more USDA audits of processing costs to ensure data remains accurate, and a federal milk marketing orders uh, voting procedure that requires cooperatives to communicate Uh, more clearly with members regarding proposed changes. The results of an FMMO forum hosted by AFBF in October served as a guidepost for policy changes there. Uh, Recognizing growing food insecurity in the U.S., delegates approved a new policy to support access to nutrition programs, including connecting farms directly with food banks, increasing the number of SNAP-approved food sales outlets, and other efforts to produce available to... um, of pro, sorry, to make produce available to families living in food deserts. On trade, delegates have added policy for USDA to continue working with the Mexican government to drop a proposed ban on imports of biotech corn. The new policy also encourages USDA to urge the Mexican government to accept established science on the safety of U.S. Bio pro, biotech products. And rounding this out, voting delegates also formalized Farm Bureau's position opposing the 2022 uh, Waters of the U.S. rule, um, WOTUS as we call it here, and a proposed Securities and Exchange Commission rule if it requires Scope 3 emissions reporting from farms. You can read more about Arkansas's view on, uh, on the WOTUS ruling in this past Monday's edition of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. They talked to our President Rich Hillman about that and certainly look at Monday's edition uh, if you want to read more. Uh, rounding it out, there was a big MOU signed in San Juan. I yes, think you've sir. got the details on that one, though. Yeah, it's my turn now. All right, I can take a break. <laughs> well, Jason, you're correct. Uh, the American Farm Bureau Federation and John Deere announced a memorandum of understanding, or an MOU, as it's mm-hmm. called, that will allow farmers to repair their own equipment. 
This has been a priority for not only AFBF, but also Arkansas Farm Bureau for some time now. The MOU was announced during AFBF's annual convention in Puerto Rico on Sunday and ensures farmers and ranchers' right to repair their own equipment. The agreement, the agreement formalizes the availability and access to parts, tools, software, and documentation to perform repairs and maintenance. You know, in the past, we've been able to work on our own equipment, but with all the technology that's involved in machinery and farm equipment, this is really important because we yeah. hadn't been able to do that with software and such. Uh, Zippy Duval, American Farm Bureau president, commented saying this will enable you and your independent mechanics to identify and fix problems. You will have access to the diagnostic tools and information you need, and you'll get it at a fair price, fair and reasonable price. Mm-hmm. With, the, with the MOU, farmers can either repair equipment on their own or go to an independent technician. It also helps dodge legislation around the issue. Several states had introduced their own right to repair legislation, but as stated on the MOU released this week, the agreement will happen through a voluntary private sector commitment to outcomes rather than legislative or regulatory measures. A spokesman for John Deere states, the agreement with the American Farm Bureau Federation formalizes the long-standing commitment Deere has made to ensure our customers have the diagnostic tools and information they need to repair their machines. We look forward to working alongside the American Farm Bureau and our customers in the months and years ahead to ensure farmers continue to have the tools and resources they need to diagnose, maintain, and repair their equipment. Nice. As as old... GPS consultant, uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I know the farmer's pain here, you know. Second time on the show, second second time you've had yeah, to talk about yeah, your yeah. precision uh, experience. I, I've got my little things, apparently, I guess. Yeah, you do. <laughs> well, uh, what we're hearing uh, here uh, in the in the lower 48, I guess, has been nothing but good reactions to this, yeah. uh, uh, as far as I know. Um, THV reached out earlier this week. They did to talk about this, uh, and they went and connected with Trent Dabbs uh, in Arkansas County and talked to you too, right? Yeah, Trent did a really good job. He, he hit the high points and the, the farmer's perspective on why this is important. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just, it's all, it's, time it's and efficiency, money, time, time and money, money. right? I mean, yeah. that's that's what keeps farms farms going in a lot of cases. And and, and uh, do you, I, I'll give you a compliment. You did a nice job of explaining to a consumer you know why? Why this is relevant? Why this is important? Yeah, I mean um, the be- the best way to explain it is imagine if you could only take your vehicle to the dealership, and yeah. the dealership's an hour or two away. Yeah, uh, and it could be a week before they get to your vehicle. You know that it's an extreme situation, but it's comparable. And there's so, no courtesy car in this yeah, situation. Yeah, there's no courtesy car. There's no <laughs> third party mechanic. There's nothing you yeah. can do in your own town or on your own farm in this situation. So, uh, apples for apples, oranges for oranges, you know, kind of thing. But uh, this is big. Yeah, I'm excited to see how the, far this goes. And also, they've, yeah, I believe they're in conversations with other equipment manufacturers. Oh, really? Other than okay. John Deere. Yeah, yeah. Where that's yeah, going, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know that's one of the things Trent mentioned in his story. He's, he said, "I hope, I hope this continues yeah. to grow outside of this one manufacturer." Not everybody runs John Deere equipment. That's There's right. There's a lot of other manufacturers out there. That's right. So, right. Uh, let's take a break from the news for a moment to hear a bit. Uh, about resources available to Farm Bureau members during this all-important political season. Yeah, that's right. This week kicked off a new legislative session, like we said, and the inauguration of a new governor. And our team here at Farm Bureau has built a library of resources for engaging with your elected officials. Uh, You can pick up a printed copy of your 2023 legislative directory here at the state office or find the directory online with much more information at arcelect.com. That's A-R-K elect.com. 
And if you would like to stay up to date with the action at the state capitol throughout the session, sign up for our legislative updates. We send that out every Monday and Friday. Just text ARFB two five two eight six six to subscribe. All right, let's get back to the news. All right, let's celebrate some legends in the ag industry today. How about it? Um, the Arkansas Agriculture Hall of Fame has announced five honorees for the 35th class to be inducted in March. The Arkansas Agriculture Hall of Fame began in 1987 to promote awareness and honor uh, those who helped local communities and the state prosper. This year's five inductees up, uh, up the organization's number to honorees uh, to 181. Uh, inductees include Arkansas Century Farm owner, operator, and philanthropist Ellis Bell of my hometown, Four City. Uh, Arkansas State University professor of ag economics, Burt Greenwald of Jonesboro. Uh, innovative rice farmer, Chris Isbell of Humnoke. Veteran cotton farmer and industry leader, Steve Stevens of Tiller. And the late Jesse J.D. Vaught of Horatio, a, a pioneer in contract livestock production. The induction ceremony is set for 11 th- 11.30 a.m. on Friday, March 3rd at the Little Rock Convention Center. Luncheon tickets to this year's induction ceremony are 80 bucks each for individual tickets and tables of 10 are available as well. Uh, you can find it all at ArkansasAgHallOfFame.org, including your tickets for the event. I've always really liked going to the Ag Hall of Fame. It's uh, so cool. You know, those inductees, you can tell it's really important to them. They, the, their career kind of comes out to them in their their speech, you know, and thanking yeah. everybody. It it's, can be kind of emotional and, and, you know, happy for them. Congratulations. Yeah. One of the things you realize is just how big of an impact uh, Arkansas agriculture's had on the world. Yeah. I, you know, thinking about last year and, and one of our honorees and, and these sort of equations that he had written in, in calculating timber yeah. uh, production and yield uh, being used in algorithm now algorithms uh, in, in work that apps and computers are doing. It's yeah. just, I mean, that's just one small example. Yeah, it's, it's very really deserving. Cool. These people dedicate their lives to agriculture, to one yeah. industry. They could do anything else they wanted. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's an honor to, or it, it's pretty cool to be, see these people honored like that. Yeah, I agree. Well, right. moving on last but not least, Arkansas Farm Bureau's very own Jake Cartwright and Tyler Ochsner of the Commodity and Regulatory Affairs Department have published a new Ag Insider article slash infographic. Okay. During the 2022 policy development season, a hot topic from many for many or from many county uh, Farm Bureau meetings was quote unquote Should we restrict foreign land ownership in the state of Arkansas? Oh yeah, talked about a lot. It was widespread. The information provided in the article is intended to provide a look into the current state of foreign land ownership in the natural state with information sourced from USDA's Farm Service Agency. I won't go through the whole article that they wrote. I won't ruin it for you. Yeah. But here's some, you know, high points that came from the article. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Foreign-owned ag land in Arkansas accounts for 4% of the total ag land in the state, which puts Arkansas at a number 11 in the country. Okay. Uh, Ranked amongst other states, of course. That 4% accounts for just over 1.1 million acres. So, you know, the 4% doesn't sound like that big of a number, but when you look at the actual acreage spread out, it, it's, it has kind of an impact. Yeah, you know, sure, more exactly. More than 4% represents. Most of the foreign-owned ag land in the state is forestry, with row crops second and pasture land coming in third. Uh, <clears throat> also, entities from the Netherlands account for the largest chunk of foreign ag land ownership in the state, mm-hmm. coming in at 36%. 
of that 1.1 million acres. You know, I, I think people probably had some other thoughts in mind, but it was it was surprising to me to see the Netherlands on at the top of that list. Yeah, and that doesn't necessarily mean the government. No, like no, state just state entities, owned, individuals. Yeah. You know, they're not specific government owned. Yeah. Um, property or anything like that yeah good clarification uh lastly the one other thing i wanted to highlight was some of our neighbors in the south oh yeah and where they kind of stand uh take others, a look take a look at the sec yeah the sec <laughs> we won't talk about that basketball game last night. <laughs> other southern states include louisiana they ranked number six nationally at 5.8 percent florida number five at 5.8 percent also uh in alabama number four 6.2 percent uh, but if you are interested in reading the whole article, which includes exact acreage numbers and much more, it is available on our website, arfb.com. Mm-hmm. Just search Ag Insider. Yeah, It'll okay. Pop up. Yeah. Feel free to contact Jake or Tyler for more details about their analysis on the article. They'd be more than happy to answer any questions you have. Yeah. Do we have every state in the report? We don't. We have the, the top 11 states. The top 11. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, it, I think I saw it, and it's mapped out. It is. You can yeah, see. there's several different charts to kind of give you an, uh, you know, uh, a visual of kind of how it comes out because these stats and economics can kind of really bore you if you, <laughs> especially after eating lunch or something, you know. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I I love the idea, just the concept. This came from concerns at the county level, uh, county level through mm-hmm. PD process, and now we've come and, and issued a report. This did go out earlier in the week in an email. So if you're on the Ag Insider list, you probably have gotten this. Go back and take a look. Um, if not, you want to receive it, send one of us a note, comment down below. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, uh, we'll 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 send you. We'll get you added to the list. We'll send it to you, or you can just go to the website, like you said, ARFB, and search Ag Insider. Yep, uh, and check it out. All right, that's the news for the day. Mr. Pistol, do you have any uh, any fun for us? I do. Okay. I, I told you I'd mix it up some. Yeah, I know. So I, today's, uh, you know, Yeah, I, I'm kind of a hobbit. <laughs> okay. So I, I feel like that's a tip. And in fitting uh, tradition with that, I thought we'd do. Oh. Uh-huh. Riddles. Oh, oh riddles. <laughs> so, like, for example... What has a neck but no head? What has a has a neck but no Bottle? head? A, Look at him go. See, you're going to be crazy. <laughs> I can already tell. Yeah. This one's a little bit harder, though. Okay. What five-letter word, if you type it in all capital letters, can also be read the same upside down? In all ca- oh, I don't have a clue. This is like... Those yeah. old TI-83 calculators? Yes, well, exactly. Watch it now. So you, I can see you yeah. typing it out. Yeah. It swims. 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 If you but it has to be capital. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Because All capitals. Yeah, yeah, that makes exactly. sense. Exactly. Exactly. The more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? The more you take, the more you leave behind. Hmm. I don't know. The more you take. Give us a hint. Yeah. If Is I it? give you a hint, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The more, the more I take, the less more you take, no. the less, the less, more you, the more you leave behind. Money, steps, footsteps. All right, footsteps. Yep, yep. It was your gesture. I will yeah. say you helped us. It was. So, I'll give you one more. Okay. So yeah, I'm easy to lift, but hard to throw. Mm. Easy to lift. 
Hard to throw. A piece of paper? No. Close, though. Feather? Paper airplane? Feather. A feather. A feather. I have two. See? Dude. Wow. You did. Uh, my favorite riddle goes way back. What's black and white and red all over? Newspaper? Yeah. yeah. Three. <laughs> Three. I didn't have a lot of confidence coming into yeah, this. <laughs> I know. Look at you. Well, I... Uh, I told you they'll get these were the easy ones they'll get harder you know oh, so. I'm not very quick riddles are tough you know yeah, dead yeah. air is not a good thing uh I'll <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like uh well know. then you, you just need to fill it in with uh yeah yeah mm. yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> oh man that, those are good yeah oh, that's I cool. dig that I like yeah. a good riddle what's that yeah. game show that has that sound in the background uh Jeopardy? Is it Jeopardy? Yeah. 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 With a little yeah. clock ticking stuff. Oh, yeah, do something yeah, like that. Maybe yeah. we need to do that. Yeah. I'll Just work on that. How's that? What are you, a producer or something? <laughs> hey, Come I, on. I, I, I'm creative guy. <laughs> creative economist. A that's creative right. economist. <laughs> one in a million. <laughs> that's right. That's why we asked him to be on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right. Well, uh, that wraps up the news for the week. Thanks for following along with the Arkansas AdCast. We're grateful to you for taking the time to watch and listen. Remember, you can catch the video production every Thursday at 2 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version later on iTunes or Spotify. Make sure you leave us a review when you have two extra minutes. Yeah. The Arkansas AdCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau and hosted by me, Jason Brown. And me, John McMahon. All right. That does it. We'll see see you next week. week.